If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC. Against the negative effects of climate change and climate variability. Fourth. National security and defense optimization. Deploying resources to strengthen national security and defense mechanisms and infrastructure to deal substantively with emerging security threats and challenges, particularly in the Sahelian region. 13. Downsizing government. Overhauling the architecture of the public service in Ghana by consolidating some existing ministries departments and agencies. This will lead to a lean government structure that will ensure operational efficiency and effectiveness in the delivery, in the delivery of government services and also reduce costs to the national budget. 14. Strategic engagement with the international community. Restructuring Ghana's diplomatic and economic relations with the international community based on the principle of positive neutrality with a focus on promoting the strategic interests of Ghana as well as our shared commitment to humanity and the preservation of peace around the world. Last but not the least, sports. Investing in world-class new generation sports facilities in selected competitive sporting disciplines. In this regard, my government would encourage the participation of the private sector in the development of sports infrastructure around the country, including sports academies. The Great Transformational Plan, GTP, will provide jobs for the people, cash for the people. 
In conclusion, fellow countrymen and women, the concept of an independent candidate becoming the president of the Republic of Ghana, though novel, will be the most innovative and revolutionary development in Ghana's political history. <laughs> it will indeed be a watershed development in Ghana. Although similar examples of this model have been practiced successfully in countries such as Benin in Africa and other political jurisdictions. In a country like Ghana, that is currently embroiled in divisive political turmoil, an independent candidate who becomes president will be a bipartisan and honest broker amongst different political parties and will bring healing and reconciliation to our body politics. Ministers and other key government officials will be appointed from all parties and shall also include and, and shall also include individuals who are apolitical but have a demonstrable and proven track record proven track record of performance in their field of specialization. Fellow countrymen and women, what Ghana needs now is a new leader and not a new political party. It is worth noting that the great nations of this world were built on the vision of great leaders and not on the back of political parties. There are multiple examples of such great leaders in political history around the world, including George Washington and Abraham Lincoln of the United States of America, Winston Churchill of Great Britain, Mahatma Gandhi of India, Lee Kuan Yew of Singapore, Jiang Xiaoping of China, and Dr. Kwame Nkrumah of Ghana. In the current political dispensation of Ghana, under an executive presidency, the president of the republic represents one constituency, only one constituency, which is the constituency of Ghana. While, while different political parties can contest for parliamentary seats on the ticket of their political parties, Electing an independent candidate as president who will lead a government of national unity will not only bring harmony to the legislature, but also facilitate the approval and execution of government programs and projects. Who better can moderate and lead such a political divide than an independent candidate who has no direct ties with any existing political party? Fellow countrymen and women, I wish to use this opportunity to assure the rank and file of the new patriotic party that I still very much cherish my relationship with you and I'm committed to the ideals of the founding fathers of the party. My decision to contest as an independent, independent candidate will not destroy the party, 
but rather provide the party an opportunity to participate in a government of national unity in the future. And, 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 and avoid the risk of going into opposition with no dividends in what arguably will be a difficult general election in 2024. You can vote for your preferred choice of MPP parliamentary candidate, but vote for Alan John Kodochi But vote for Alan John. But vote for Alan John Martin in the presidential elections in December 2024 to become the sixth president of the Fourth Republic of Ghana. To the rank and file, to the rank and file, and sympathizers of the National Democratic Congress (NDC), and to my friends in leadership positions in the NDC. Please note that if elected as president, I will also be president for NDC. You, you will be better off avoiding the risk of remaining in opposition if you do not win the 2024 general election. In the government of national unity by voting for Alan Chamartin as president of Ghana in January 2024. To the rank and file, to the rank and file, and my friends in the smaller parties and other political organizations, including the national interest movement, please let us join hands to unite Ghana for our collective benefit. Fellow countrymen and women, I will in the coming weeks conduct a formal launch of my campaign. And and provide further details and provide further details of my great transformational plan. Subsequent to the launch event and in the coming months, you will see me in your communities around the country, in your lecture house, at, at, at our music, at our music concerts, in our churches, in, in our mosques, on your streets, at the market centers, at the fishing ports, at our trotro and taxi stations, on your farms, and in every corner of our society. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am determined to hear the voice of the people in this movement for change. I invite every Ghanaian citizen to join me in this movement, in particular for the youth of Ghana. This is your chance. This is your chance to take control of power and authority in this country and shape the course of your own future. Together, we will win and Ghana will rise again. Together, we will win and Ghana will rise again. Together we will win and Ghana will rise again. Fellow countrymen and women, it will be an honor and privilege 
to serve you as the next president of the Republic of Ghana. God bless our homeland Ghana and make our nation great and strong. I thank you for your kind attention. Alan Speaks. Alan Speaks. Alan Speaks. Alan Speaks. For change, Ghana will rise again. Movement for change, Ghana will rise again. This is a seminal moment for the new patriotic party, seminal moment for Alan Chemanting himself. This is uh, groundbreaking indeed uh, from within the ranks of the MPP. Somebody in the mold of Alan Chemanting, a stalwart of the party, breaking away from the governing new patriotic party to establish his own political movement. This will really test the NPP's fortitude going into the 2024 Elections, And if you're just joining us, this is our special coverage of the Alan Chamanting's announcement of his decision to break away uh, from the MPP. It is official now. Alan Chamanting is no longer a member of the new patriotic party. In fact, he's got one better. He has tonight announced the establishment of a new political movement, what he calls the movement for change. And they already have a motto. Ghana will rise again. And he says this will be the vehicle he will use to contest the 2024 elections. This is devastating for the uh, governing New Patriotic Party, however you look at it, because he, of course, his origins in the Ashanti region, the party's stronghold. And as we'll be analyzing for, for you pretty shortly, the MPP never wins the national elections unless they perform exceptionally well in the Ashanti region. As much as if they fall below 75% in the Ashanti region, they always tend to lose the national elections. If Alan Chamantin can even get 1% of the votes, or even 2%, 1.5% of the votes, our calculation is he will deal a significant fatal blow to the MPP's chances of winning the 2024 elections. And as you expect, Many in the Ashanti region, as the polls have shown with the anecdotal evidence of the protests that we've seen against some stalwart MPP MPs in the Ashanti region, those aggrieved uh, MPP loyalists in there may tend to vote for him. This is a big deal for the MPP, and we'll be getting reactions for you. Uh, Elton Broby is live at the grounds for us, together with uh, Blazer Soga. They will bring in us a special coverage of this as we continue our coverage and get you some uh, reactions uh, on the back of this major announcement by Alan Chemanting. If you're just joining us, Alan Chemanting has broken away uh, from the new patriotic party, has formed his own political movement, the movement for change, with the motto, Ghana will rise again. He says this will be a youth-based party. Uh, he is trying to distinguish himself from the 
two established political parties, the NDC and the MPP, and appealing to the youth. He was very careful to tap into the protests that we saw uh, since last week, Thursday, the Fix the Country movement, the Democracy Hat movement. He mentioned them by name and clearly is positioning himself, is posturing uh, towards that side of, uh, of, the, of, the, of the country in terms of the youthful population and wants to appeal to them uh, to join him. He wants to tap into the grievances that many have with both the NDC and the MPP. And this is, make no mistake about this, it's not going to affect the MPP. MPP definitely takes a significant hit. He himself uh, isolated the NDC and called on all NDC aggrieved individuals to join his movement. Uh, we'll be going to the Melvin Peak uh, Hotel pretty shortly, where Elton is standing by for us right now. Uh, if Elton is on, I would, I will bring in him now. I, I want to bring in Elton uh, Broby, who's joining us uh, right now from the uh, Melvin Peak, where the uh, Alan Chaman team just finished addressing the nation, announcing that he's breaking away. Hello, Elting. Elton, if you can hear me, uh, I mean, I'm interested to know what those around you there are saying about this announcement. We saw the jubilation, the chanting that went on. The room were filled with mostly youthful faces. And you believe these individuals may be coming from the MPP, also aggrieved and joining him there. Curious. Delivered what is supposed to be his statement regarding his political future. Uh, in summary, he's resigned from the MPP officially and will be contesting the 2024 general election as an independent candidate. And he's thrown an invitation to everybody who believes in, you know, reviving the Ghanaian culture. In his own words, in his own words, uh, Ghana will rise again. That has been the clarion call. And very soon, according to the MC for the program, they will be taking questions from the media. But before we do that, uh, Dr. H.C. Sikanko, uh, uh, it's a joint news contributor and he's here with me here as we bring you live coverage of the news conference. Surprised about what you heard? Um, not entirely surprised uh, because of the trajectory of events that led to this day. Um, we know he has a history before he's resigned before and then uh, in the past few weeks he did uh, indicate that he was stepping out of the race. And so in between then and now of course that there was chatter about the possibility that he was either going to form a new political party or go independent. So this, this is not completely surprising. Okay, we're going to pause it here because they are taking questions from the media. We'll take you back to the main podium where Alan Chairman is, is now ready to take questions from the media. And then after that, we'll do more analysis here from the Mervyn Peak Hotel. We were thinking of a youth movement for change. And now that our old ball has come out with movement for change and the focus is to the youth, I think that we'll be having a rethink of what to do with this program. Your Excellency, my question is simple. How do you expect to break through the space of this dominant jeopardy of political terms, NPP and NDC? Historically, the anticipated is there. The statistics are showing that from 1992, they don't give space to any other political party, topless of an independent candidate. With what expectation? Are you going to overcome your Paris so that in 2024 we will visit you in the Jubilee House 
as next president of the country. Thank you very much. The challenge that we have in this country is going beyond the We're going to be taking you there uh, again, uh, getting the questions and the answers coming uh, from Alan Chamanting and those who are gathered there. This indeed, as I, as I indicated earlier, is a seminal moment for the M MPP. It's, uh, it's one they have not experienced in a long, long time. I mean, the NDC has, has more experience dealing with breakaways. Uh, significant individuals leaving the party and forming his own, uh, their own political parties and running in the national elections. We saw uh, the likes of Hubert Asama, Big Zidin, etc. do same. The MPP weathered that storm. The NDC weathered that storm then. This is a new territory for the MPP in the Fourth Republic. Um, we've had others in the, in the ranks, in the party, yes, break away and, and indeed raise issues, but nobody, nobody in the, in the stature of Alan Chamanting. And so that's where the distinguishing feature is. Raymond Akwa is with me in the studio. We'll be analyzing that for you together with our colleagues on the ground, Elting, uh, uh, Joe News contributor, uh, Dr. H.S. Kanku, and Blaise Sogar. Let's go back there and listen to Alan Chamanting address some of the questions that uh, he's fielding right now. To try and ensure that this model succeeds. Thank you. I am, I am Chrissy Parker Wilson, the morning show host for Oyepa TV. And just to reference you to your own context you highlighted to us a while ago, uh, chronicle from 2007 to date, when you gave us indication that your supporters have been intimidated and all of that. I want to know, just for clarity, do you feel insulted by the NPP? Do you feel you've been stabbed by the back, especially... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. And the current president is Excellency Nana Kufado. Thank you. That has been the substance of my statement today. And I'm not sure that we need to go back um, on what I've said. But be that as it may, in my conclusion, um, you will recall that 
I indicated that I still believe in the values and the traditions of the founding fathers of our party. But as a matter of principle, I'm taking this decision to show the way to our own rank and file of our party, that our party cannot continue to countenance and tolerate the kind of divisive behavior that has characterized our party over the last couple of years. I've played my part and I've made an appeal to the rank and file of the party that they must go beyond the leadership of the party and vote for me to become president to serve them as members of the MPP. And the same appeal I've made goes to other political parties. I think my case has been made clearly in my statement. Now we'll take the very last question. My name is Kwabina Ousu Ajiman, host of Final Point Political Show, Top FM or Top Radio. My listener said I should ask my question in three for you to answer my question in three. So if you can permit me to ask my question for you to Please answer carry it on. in three. Thank you. Sir, so, uh, Oshie Akinkanya, just 2021, yeah, yeah, 31 million as we speak. Um, 35 percent, a year one or more age zero to 14. 35 percent, a year 14 to 35. And 4 percent in our canoe, yeah, my minimum 47. Yanko Ponyadum now be leady or my Ghana. You to know, yeah, Chefa, and yeah, need us all. Oh, I'm a moon, a year, medas. Yo, uh, Mira, over 55% of the voter public are between the ages of 18 and 35 years. They are my normal I'm just the face of this movement. This is a movement to be powered by the youth. I'm going to say, I'm going to organize it. Power belongs to the youth. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Your Excellency.
And that there is uh, Alan Chamanting still fielding questions. Uh, Raymond Aqua uh, is with me right now. Raymond, this is indeed a very important moment uh, for this country uh, because of the stature of the Alan Chamanting. Uh, it reminds me of Ubeda Samoa yes. um, when he announced that he was breaking away from yes. the from the from the from the NDC and forming his own political party uh, at the time, DFP, and it went along with some stalwarts also. Yeah. Um, Alan Chamanting now, at least for now, yeah. is solo. Yeah. In the next few weeks and months, we'll see who else from it's the MPP's here. ranks joins him. On his campaign trail, we've seen the likes of the Railways Minister, yes. um, John Peter Mew, who was, was firmly behind him. Um, key yeah, question is... Yababia yeah, Samoa and others. Key question is, no, no. who else will or follow him? him? Too, for example. Exactly. Who yeah. else will follow him? Before now, those who were in this campaign, some of them have already said, look, they're they, they reverting yeah. to Sopoku, um, Katrina Feku. I've said, look, look, I'm now supporting uh, Bakunia. But here, here's the thing. If you, if you back Alan, you leave the NPP, right? Almost certainly. If you back Alan, because he's gone mm -hmm. independent. And the party's yeah. constitution is very clear. You cannot go independent and still stay in the, in the party. In fact, going into the polls, the, the aspirants were asked to sign a bond. A declaration. That says, I commit to stay regardless in, of the regardless outcome of, of, outcome of, of the, the polls. Election, yeah. um, but yeah. he's decided to go. And he's laid out the reasons. This is very important for the MPPs. And all. Yes, watershed. I mean, the closest you could see to this uh, could be that of Dr. Rekubobe, who tried and also proceeded with the UGM. But Rekubobe did not have the stature of Mr. Lanche Martin. He had not played a role that Mr. Lanche Martin had played in Ghana's politics since 2007. He almost became the candidate of the NPP. But he traces his own contributions. Yes, and back he to actually tracks it nicely. Yeah. The, 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 what is seminal about this is that this is a party that has done eight years. It is a party that's going or trying for the first time in the history of this country to go in for the third term, not done before in this republic. So that is what is actually stirring them. Ordinarily, after eight years, you tend to lose four to six percent of your votes, of your percentage. So this party, in and of itself, is likely to lose that percentage, or claw back, or fight for that percentage, no matter what happens. And when you are changing candidates, when you change from one candidate to the other, the only person that has been different since 1992 had been in the case of John Dramani Mahama. And in that case, he had become president because President Mills died. So that change is also a very difficult change. This particular one compounds it. I am, I am, I am actually more fascinated by the twist that's taken. I was talking to Dr. H.A. Sikanko earlier today, and we're having a conversation about which system would he use to govern if he decides to go independent. But he draws a very interesting dynamic here, that he's not seeking to control parliament. His business is running a government that's united. So whichever parliamentary candidate you want to put in place, he doesn't care. But he wants a presidency that's elevated a bit about partisan politics, that's not divided in parliament, but will get a chance to do the work that's required. He's also tapping into something that's been the talk of day for many people. That I've heard people within AGI, within Guta. I've heard people say that we are just looking for the third candidate, the third force. That's going to really, really give people the indication that the geopoly has come to its end and that there's a challenge on the horizon for but, them. But here's the thing about that, though. He mentions third force. Yes. But third forces 
Third forces in the very uh, in, in 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 its proper definition. Yes, would that be, will be a political party? vehicle? Yes. Will be a political vehicle yeah. that then occupies the one the executive, but also the legislature yeah. combined. Them. Because what he's trying to propose, he's proposing. He just yeah. laid it out. Is he will contest the presidency? He contests yeah. the presidential elections only. Okay, keep your parliament. How does that make him? Because this is about him as I an individual. About, yeah as a third force in, in the grand scheme of things, because he, he will not be fielding political um, members of parliament, for example, yeah. candidates in, yeah. in, that, in the parliamentary elections. He'll be he himself. It's a very, very um, interesting dynamic he's introducing into this particular... Th- that's why I said it is a very compounded, convoluted trend. In fact, we've not had anybody propose this structure before, because our systems have always been, oh, bring in a third party like the CPP, the PNC, or any of the other okay. options, uh, and make it work hold, out. Hold, 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 hold. I, I want to go to the uh, Mervyn Pink Ambassador Hotel, because we are getting some reactions from stalwarts of the MPP. Yes. Who are they giving support to Alan Chamanting? Listen to Elton talk to um, Mr. Bafo. The same, if I had. Uh, I could have also be a flag bearer, isn't it? Because of this, my membership in this party or anywhere. My experience in politics. But it's always, always one person who leads this nation, who will lead this nation. And I think the sentiments he expressed are okay. If there had been some redress or some, because I was a former member of the reconciliation committee of the party, we helped, we brought so many people back into the thing. I believe in that. I believe in unity. I believe in coming together. So they should have called him long time to settle this issue. It's a simple thing. But you see, when power gets into your life, you may forget all things. But power, Corrupts and it will corrupt absolutely and it will end you in. So, Honorable SK Bafo, a stalwart of the MP, fully endorses our president in 2024. Yes, I do. We're going to see you campaign for him. If 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 he gives, he calls me. I will do it. If he calls me, because I'm, a, I believe in that. I believe in seriously, because you see, I laid down my life for this party. I've been in so many things. We went to exile for seven years. And we came back. We, we, oh God, I, and I went to prison for three months under Rollins for things I didn't do. And so the principles that we, I stand for are changed. Some will say because he didn't make any good showing. He's taking this rather decision that's going to hurt the MPP. He can answer it, but I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Because, you see, the super delegates was key for one candidate. Because I, I, I'm an Ashanti. We have heard this one candidate, one candidate. Who is this one candidate? That's why you should know. I don't know. You tell me. Okay, I can't tell. But that's what we should. But the question is that I, I, seriously, seriously, I've thought about it, and I, I feel that my conscience is my conscience that will make me that uh, we, we need to, I think it's not just showing, because that will not help us. I believe in reconciliation. So if today or tomorrow the chairman that he sits there, that uh, uh, Stephen Tim, it's my colleague, all of us, the same people. They should have done this long time. And the young uh, uh, secretary, the father was, was in my chambers. In fact, I, I was, his, I'm his 
they should have called people and talk. It is only talking that can bring unity. But if not, is it too late now? I don't think so. That is late in this world, except when you are dead. Right, thank you very much. Mr. S.K. Boafo is a former Ashanti regional minister, a leading member of the MP, but now probably it's safe to say that he's also cross carpet to the new movement announced by Alan Koyoshemati. He says that he's going to campaign for him. He is going to work with him. He endorses his candidate for the 2024 general elections. Again, I have Dr. A.J. Zikanku here. He's a, a contributor for Joy News. We've heard it all. And my question is, in 2000, in 2000 actually, when Guzitano, uh, you know, decided to form his own reform party, was the NDC in power. And then, are we going to see, is this going to play, is it going to hurt the MPP? In what way is it going to hurt the MPP? Right. Um, I, I think it's an interesting scenario. Um, like you try to see, there's a bit of history to it, but on the side of the NDC, uh, there was Guzitano, there was also the Obera Samoa situation, and even Anakonedu Ajiman Rollins. So the NDC has had its own history of that, but it's come out, come out very strong, and it's still standing. Now the MPP, it's kind of a very, very um, 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 rare event, but uh, for the, the MPP experiencing this, um, you know, a political party has history, it's been established over a long time, so I do not think that it would necessarily lead to the complete um, breakdown down of the MPP, but for the sake of uh, elections, you know, elections are about numbers, and they're about supporters and people. And so definitely um, for people who support Alan, for people who still are very loyal and committed to him, they're going to follow him, and once that happens, um, it's definitely going to take some votes from In, from in my interview with uh, Honorable S.K. Boafo, he mentioned, for example, that the, the door is not closed yet. There's the, the, there is still the opportunity for the party to sit down and talk, reconcile, and so this announcement by Alan may not see the light of it. That is, if the party is able to move fast and resolve whatever differences that Alan has, you know, put forth, is this still a possibility? Um, uh, coalitions are always very, very practical situations in politics. Coalitions are realistic situations, but um, for now, it doesn't look like that is what he's headed towards. For now, he's more interested in pursuing a different path. I mean, I think that it will be a bit. Um, um, unrealistic to say that this is definitely going to affect the MPP. The question is to what extent would it affect them? But um, in terms of the, those coalitions and in terms of talks, uh, it depends on the side of the of, of, of MPP if they are going to move to see if they would offer reconciliation talks or they'll just go ahead with um, uh, with the situation as it is. Um, in Kenya, we've seen those coalitions happening. Um, he, he didn't indicate that in his speech, though, from what he heard. It looked like he was more interested in going on a singular journey, but you never know what would happen in the future. But for now, it looks like he's very resolute on going on his own path. But the real question, as a political scientist, the MPP is in danger of losing the 2024 elections with what has just happened. Well, all, all sorts of possibilities are still present. Already, we do know that um, the NPP has had to face um, married situations, um, a downturn in the economy or challenging economic times. We've just had the um, demonstration by Fix the Country. Uh, they've agreed that the economy is not in a good shape. And so for now, they, they are on the defense. And so they, they, they don't need this, I mean, at this particular point in time, because um, one vote or one section of the party is a vote too much for them to lose at this time. What they do need is a lot more people joining 
joining the party. And so people taking away from the party is definitely not a good position for the MPP to be in. But if you talk to some of them, they would say that, well, the party has always stood strongly. They believe the party is going to come out, come out strongly out of this. But it's definitely something that would affect um, their fortunes uh, going forward. To what extent it would affect it, uh, we'll see what that happens. And don't forget that independent candidates have not been totally successful in Ghana. It might be a different situation this time around, uh, but we can only wait and see how this pans out. So if you are an NDC person, for example, if you are a John Mahama, how excited would you be this time? Of course. I mean, anything that would seem to take away some votes from your opponent it's a good situation for you so at this point i'm sure the ndc are monitoring the situation uh definitely uh they look forward to probably uh making the most out of this because uh, you don't need people chipping away from your party but that is what is happening to your opponent at this time and so uh, they'll be monitoring the situation and it definitely would be something that might endure to their advantage and they will probably be looking forward to making a lot of day out of it there's been talk about probably alan joining forces with them we don't know how true or how realistic this is but he's thrown an invitation to the ndc to join him as well and so for your opponent to suffer some form of um break away from their party is definitely a situation that uh you hope would translate you know into your benefits in the future so evans we're coming to life on the melvin big hotel what you're going to do right now is to try and get more people to speak to uh i see Gifty Clenham is a former member of parliament and I also want to see if I can just pick just one word for Mrs. Chematen about uh, what, what has happened to ma'am and then uh, let's see, ma'am, ma'am, good evening and we heard your husband make it so clear that he's gone for the 2024 election as an independent candidate. What kind of support are you giving him? I'm giving him every support, every support with the strength that God has given me. Because you will agree with me that now the signal is clear and it is more than possible that this will happen. Alan Chermatin is the good man, he's the honest man, he's the man with vision, he's, the, um, he's what Ghana needs. At this time in our in our in our this this move and some say is clearly what has to be for your husband. Come again. There is nothing impossible if God permits it. Thank you very much. And that was the wife, Miss Alan Chamantin, you heard it from her. Uh, she's she's been espousing the positives of Mr. Alan Kodiocha Martin. Let's try and see if we can get more people to speak to before we bring it before we bring it to the studio for you. A uh, few more people here and then we can call it a day. But for now, I guess we'll have to let you take over Evans. Uh, the information is out there and it's quite clear. Alan Chamantin has officially resigned from the MPP with the intention of contesting the 2024 election as an independent candidate and this call on Ghanaians to support this new Ghana movement to restore hope confidence in the governance system of this country so as we bring this to a close uh, Dr. Skanko, for the MPP and of course Dr. Mohamed Bamiya who is the vice president is clearly going to be emerged as a winner in the November 4 election 
what should be the strategy going forward for him? All right, so excuse us a little bit. Yeah, so for Dr. Baumia, um, I'm sure he's going to be uh, watching this very, very keenly. I think at the end of the day, what he really needs to do is to make sure that he's keeping as many people within uh, within the MPP as possible. Already some former members of the Alan campaign team have declared their support for Dr. Baumia. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera. Pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. I mean, as a politician, you'll be looking forward as much as possible to making sure that he's retaining as many of them as possible. But then also, Alan also has that um, duty of making sure that he's not only getting a lot more people to his side, but pulling people from the other side. So it's going to be a very, very interesting permutation or dynamic uh, moving forward on the side of the uh, Baumian team. If you monitor social media and you talk to some of his people, they still believe that uh, they are strong moving forward. They still believe that they do have the chance to lock this up for the MPP and to move forward with it. So we'll just wait to see what his response will be uh, moving forward with this. Before we sign off, let me bring in some people who've come here to listen to Mr. Lanchamantin. First of all, uh, what are you taking away from today's event? I think there's a new wave of hope for the youth of this country. Um, I happen to be the son of the late Alaji Saka Inusa of the MPP. And so to me, this is not new. Uh, but Alan has done just to the country and to principalities of what he stands for as a human being and as a person and his long service for this country. I think that today as a youthful person and any youth on the streets of Accra, there's a new hope and there's a new belief that Ghana will rise again. And it's not just going to rise on sheer mantra or whimsical promises but it's going to rise under the backbone of credibility and of a, of a person who has proven a credible track record in public service. And so this is a new hope for the youth. And we believe that it's time for a change. We are Africans. We are well endowed with natural resources. We've been blessed. We have the youthful population in our country and in our continent. But then we do not see it materialize due to certain, I would say, issues of leadership. But here we are, we have someone who has a track record and is able to leapfrog the dreams and aspirations of the Ghanaian youth. And I say this, there is hope for the youth of this country. Let, let me bring in my good man. What are you also taking away from today? Uh, in fact, um, I am very, very much uh, happy today about Alan Chiramantin. The decision that he has taken is the best decision for my knowledge. Uh, because uh, the vision that he has 
uh, he should share, he must share the vision that he has for the Ghana, and he's not getting that platform from other source, and he has to right to take his own decision to find a way that he can also show his decision or his vision to Ghanaians. So I'm happy for him. Thank you very much. Good here from the Mervyn Peak Hotel with Dr. Again, Alan is I mean, the indication is that we will contest the 2024 election as an independent candidate. So there is no structure whatsoever support in terms of the parliamentary. So even if he wins, he will be, he will be governing without parliamentarians from his side. How injurious can that be? And is it, would a voter look at all the dynamics and say that this man may not be ready to govern? because of the structures that are in place that he may not have. Yeah, it's a very interesting permutation that you've brought up. At the end of the day, the democracy is made up of different arms to be able to pass some bills. And so I, I, I don't really know how his mind is working as far as it's concerned, but he's called on the MPP to vote for their parliamentary candidates while they vote for him as the president. So it looks like he's still counting on the NPP at some point to, to give him that support. And if you listen carefully to the speech that he's making, um, he, he said he's committed to the ideals of the party. So it looks like he's still waging, waging the bet that at the end of the day, he'll, be, he'll get some sympathy from the MPP, although he's not going to be on the ballot for them. When that happens, he's, he's hoping that um, in parliament, they would support him. But that would be a very complicated dynamic. And so for, 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 for a lot of voters, they are going to look at it and say that, well, um, how realistic is this? Uh, for Pakwesi Indum, um, uh, uh, Guzi Tando, and the others, one of the questions that voters asked themselves was, are we going to be spoiling our vote or not by voting for this particular candidate? Is it going to be a spoiled ballot? I mean, does, what, what is the realistic chance of him actually getting to the presidency? And what is the realistic chance of him governing without any hiccups or any problems? And so in the coming few months, it is Alan's job to be able to convince uh, the Ghanaians that there is a viability or the, the, the prospect of an independent candidate ruling Ghana is a viable one. I mean, in the coming months, that's going to be his job because he's definitely going to have a few things working again, even to convince Ghanaians that this is a, a, a possible prospect. You understand? So that's going to be the, his job moving forward. If you are a floating voter, will Alan Chemantil appeal to you? Well, hey, uh, uh, Elton. Let me tell you something. If there was any time that Ghana was, uh, the grounds were open for uh, an independent run, it's probably now. Because we have practiced this since 1992. We've seen the NDC be in power. We've seen the MPP be in power. And one of the major narratives uh, that Ghanaians have said is that they are tired of the duopoly of both parties. Let me tell you. For people who are tired of the ADS of the MPP because of the incumbency curse or the incumbency fatigue and do not want to vote, go to the NDC neither, this is a very plausible place to put their hope and to put uh, their, 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 their votes. And so Alan definitely is making a, a play for this kind of candidates. Um, so you asked me the question that is, um, is, is this going to happen? I mean, it's definitely within the realm of probability. But the question again is, we, um, there are many people who are also loyal to their political parties instead of their candidates. So it's going to be an uphill battle for him, I must say. Uh, but nonetheless, 
a very interesting development. Before you go, I just need to say that as far as our democracy is concerned, it's something that we should all welcome in our democracy, even for those within the MPP fraternity, those within the NDC fraternity. Our country continues to set the pace for democratic development and progress and reform on our continent. And uh, this is another development uh, that has happened within the history of our democratic politics. Let's not lose sight at all. This is a very historic day. This is Alan Chamantin, the founder of the MPP. Alan Chamantin, a former government minister of the MPP. Alan Chamantin, a leader of the new patriotic party, finally making the divorce, severing his ties from a party he has served and loved so much. Let's not lose sight of it. It definitely is a very, very significant development and will definitely um, affect the way democratic politics is organized in Ghana. The proposition of the viability of the independent candidate becoming president has become a reality now in our politics. And we can only see how that experiment pans out in the coming few weeks. Dr. H.S. Kanku is a political scientist and a contributor for joining us. So how is the MPP going to react to this announcement? Is the MPP going to come out all guns blazing and firing? Are they going to go on the attack? Well, the coming days will determine. But again, how is Alan Chamani going to move, going to lift this movement from the news conference onto the ground? And how is he going to attract voting voting especially? Is this going to hurt the MPP? And how beneficial will this announcement be for the NDD? These are questions that are begging for answers. I'm told that in the coming days, we're going to explore them, analyze them, and then tell you the stakes ahead of the 2024 election. But then, the game has just begun. And of course, trust your election headquarters, join 99.7 FM, join us to bring you nothing but up to the minute information, up to the minute analysis on everything regarding the 2024 general elections. So, Evans Spencer and uh, Raymond, we're going to uh, give it to you for you to continue in the studio. And from the Melvin Big Hotel, my name is Elton Broby, reporting for Joy News. And so, Elton, thank you very much. And by the way, whilst we're having this conversation on the Joy News channel, and many of you are watching us, remember that day we also have Twitter Spaces that is currently happening uh, right now. Uh, my colleague, Kojo Yang Singh, is there and is anchoring that because the conversation, and rightly so, because here's, here's Alan Chamanting, who is pitching himself as a, as a youthful savior, so yeah. to speak. This movement, he says, is going to be a movement driven by the youth. And the youth rightfully sits on social media, digital media. And, and as we've been having a conversation on Twitter spaces, his own Twitter account or X account has yeah. joined that conversation. Yeah. It's a signal to what he wants to do. But there is so much more to look at. The fundamental point. We've seen that the General Secretary of the MPP has, tweet, has, has sent out a tweet and also on Facebook that we are MPP. Something that we do a lot. I mean, we are joy. Yes, this is, this is obviously taking the cue from joy. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it also, but here's a big question, Raymond. What this means for Baumia and for the MPP in 2024, that's really what it comes down to. So I was talking about this. Apart from President Rollins, no NDC candidate has had more than 51%. President Mills had 50.2% in 2008, and uh, also President Mahama got 50.7% in 2012 to win the presidency. Now, in MPP, uh, President Kufour had 56.9% in 2000, and in 2004, obtained 52.45%. He lost 4%. If you have seen the trend, basically every government which has been in power, the first time votes and the second time vote, there's a drop of between 2 to 4%. Let's look at 2016. MPP had 53.72%. And in 
and in 2020, have 51%, 2% drop. Yeah. Any drop, which is 1%. So if MPP loses 1% of the 51.2%, it's in opposition. For, for a first-time candidate, President Mills had to die for President Mahama to win 2012. You get my point? Yeah. Basically, through Jerome's time, Mills could not take over from Jerome's. The same way President Kufuor could not take over from President Kufuor. That transition of breaking the eight is perhaps the most difficult trend to break in our fourth republic. Dr. Mahmoud Bama, if he becomes the leader of the party, which is more likely actually, would have to fight that Herculean tax. His odds are not improved. When you have a major member of your party who's been contesting elections to 2007, come in and say, I'm actually taking myself off the party. I'm not alienating myself from the party. I still want the members of the party to vote for me. I want them to be part of the people that actually I want in my zone. That grouping alone should be voting for me, and NDC people should also vote for me to be president. If you have somebody like that, who is more likely to contribute to chipping away that 1% you need to lose the election the next time. That is the biggest danger that Dr. Baumel becomes the MPP candidate faces. Now, let's look also at what the MPP has been getting. And just to back that point, yeah. we just saw an interview with SK Buffalo. Yes. And he actually represents the group you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake, there are people in the end, the MPP, who are disgruntled, they're disillusioned, they're not yeah. happy with the way the party is run, the way the party has actually performed in mm-hmm. government. Mm-hmm. And what tends to happen, those people in the elections, they will not go out and vote. That's true. They will not vote for the NDC either, yeah. but they will sit on the they'll fence. And that is how incumbents lose and elections. And that's how you, lo- you lose your percentages. Then, then you have somebody like SK Buffo who represents that group, stalwarts in the party who may not go, because they're, they're just simply upset. They're now saying they are backing Alan Chaman. So your point is, and that, that is a very important point, and this is a man who until recently, 2000, was a board chairman mm-hmm. of the Minerals Commission, appointed by the mm-hmm. president, has been a stalwart of the party, a central ha- regional. Has a been central, a minister a for that region. A yeah. regional minister, mm-hmm. saying that he... So you can expect, and I make the point, going into the 2024 elections and the next few months, we may possibly be seeing more MPP stalwarts mm-hmm. breaking ranks, Resigning from the party, crossing carpet, and joining Alan Chamanting, that, that they, all of them will come with their own base. That's true. Right? And already, SK Bafo comes from a particular region, mm-hmm. the Ashanti region. And, and the reason why we've been saying this is very critical for the MPP is let's stay with this SK Bafo theme. NDC, MPP have never won a national elections when they've had less than 75% in Ashanti region. Yeah. And that is absolutely critical. And so that's the base you that, need. That, that is a base you need. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you think 75% is good performance anywhere. But for the Ashanti region, for MPP to win, they must get more than 75%. In 2004, they had 70, they have 77%. They barely scraped that, that mark. That's and they won the elections. Yeah. Kufo lost. And dropped by percentage anyway. Significant percentage. But they won because the Ashanti region carried them in yeah. there. You go to 2008. Where the race went to a third round. Yeah. In the final analysis, they got 72.5%. What happened? They, they lost, lost eventually, yeah. I'm talking about the Ashanti region, just to be very specific. 2012, 70%. They lost. Yeah. In Ashanti, 70%, they lost elections. 2016, guess what happened after that performance in 2012? They have 76.3%. When they came back to actually up and beyond the 75%. 75%. Mm-hmm. They won elections. 
if Alan Chamanting only manages 1% of the national votes. And why is this very important? After the spread delegate elections, some people have started saying that, oh, no, 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 he's no longer popular. Look at his own people, but they forgot that these super delegates are party officials, are people who have been actually put in positions, and they are actually prominent people in the party already. They are not the ordinary people. We are talking about ordinary people. Now, yes, the 76 you are talking about is 3,019,178 votes. Three million of our, of, of our voters in one region giving election to one person. If you put that number together, it's almost close to what the eastern and western regions put together may give the MPP. Now, these three regions, eastern, western, and Ashanti, together gave the MPP more than five million votes. Let's look at it clearly from that point. If he's able to pull away not up to three million or even one million or 500,000, he has done enough to destroy the opportunity. And our argument is that majority of that number will may, most likely will come from the Shanti region. Yes, and these are not... See, let's not get it wrong. These are not delegates of the NPP. These are not partisan people. They are ordinary people who feel that they belong to the NPP, but Chematin is their best representation of the NPP. It's the reason why you've seen Dr. Bamiya doing all the overtures, even considering a running mate from that region. Because you need to consolidate that particular base. Now you have somebody who's more likely to be on the ballot with you, who had a status similar to yours. In fact, up until 2008, Dr. Bamiya was not known in the MPP. But you think about it this way. Somebody who had been known as a guy in the wool MPP for a very long time. That same person is the person that you may have to contend in Ashanti alone. Forget about Western region. Forget about Central region. And all the other groupies, that, the Joe Bidonsas, that may equally chip away votes across the country for yeah. him. It is a dangerous trend for an incumbent party that's more likely to lose votes in the coming Already election. they had the eight-year curse yes. that they needed to break. Uh, and then this happens. Let's bring in uh, Professor uh, Dr. Asasante, his senior lecturer in University of Ghana Political Science, joins us right now. And, and Doug, uh, you know, I know you've been on for a while, but as you know, this is a major uh, developing story today. Uh, and so there's a lot really to analyze and to break down. Let me ask you, is this the final nail in the coughing of the MPP for the 2024 elections? Good question. But there is something that we can pick from this uh, happening today. Um, if you look at uh, party politics in Ghana, um, independent candidates have not been successful uh, in winning elections. That is a fact. And a fact is simply based on the, uh, the grounds that party traditions are too strong for independent candidates to survive. Um, it is even worse where you want to have even a third force, which people clamor for in recent times, and they believe that is going to be the game changer. I'm afraid when you have a two-party system, such as United States, Britain, Canada, the rest of them, uh, the other parties are uh, what, uh, you know, Huntington and Coca-Cola, a third a quarter party or, uh, you know, draft parties. Let me put it that way. So the dominant parties are very strong. Unless, of course, you have a multi-party system where the political parties have equal strength, equal resources to be able to work uh, win power, but that one, they, did, they don't even form a government exclusive to themselves. But back to the issue, what Ireland Shamatin's decision now, what it poses in terms of danger for the MPP is that, look, he's a, a stalwart, a giant in the party, and that if you look at it vis-a-vis -vis 
uh, the issue of the fact that we are talking about a first-past-the-post electoral system where one vote can move you from a candidate to a president, then a cause for worry for the NPP. Because there is absolutely no doubt that he's a giant. He's going to move a lot of people along. And those people are going to what caused the party the more. You recall when we, we saw the, the, the Reform Party, which came as a protest party in 2000, where NDC lost marginally, especially their stronghold. You realize that reform was the main cause of their defeat. So if you are going to have Alam Tremating, a giant like this, a very credible person, a very solid man, a founder or one of the founders of the party going out. And you have giants like what? Uh, SK Wafu, uh, from the two from Ashanti region and Chermating also having uh, tentacles in central region. One of the swing constituencies of all times and one of what the biggest constituencies in Ghana, that's Ashanti region, then NPP, um, they, they are in for trouble, I must say. Yeah, and, and you make that point about independent candidates. And you're right. They, they, they have had a poor showing in our electoral history. Except that, I must submit, we've not had an independent candidate in the stature of Alan Chamanting. And then that may pose a simple challenge. And Alan Chamanting doesn't need to win. He just needs to claw a bit of the votes that the MPP would traditionally have expected to claw uh, in the 2024 elections. Yes, what you are saying is perfectly true. Uh, because the only chance for him, as Trema think, is that uh, he can really rock the boat of the NPP. And when it gets to uh, the fact that he's able to push the election to a second round, that is where he put the cards on the table. And then you... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The brands, inspiration, and great value you need to own your style at Macy's VIP sale. Going on now. Use your coupon or Macy's card and take an extra 30% off fall trends and updates. Plus 15% off go-to beauty, skincare, and fragrances. Plus shop specials and find great deals on top brands at Macy's VIP sale. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Sebastian Gorka here. I'm living a very blessed life as an intelligence analyst, a national talk show host and author, and I have an amazing family. But like many of us, aches and pains start to interfere with living my best life, even just walking the dog. But I found Relief Factor three years ago, a 100% drug-free solution for aches and pains, and now I'm pain-free and I have my life back. I take Relief Factor every day. Relief Factor can help your body fight the inflammation that causes joint and muscle pain and other aches and pains that come with everyday life. Treat yourself to feeling better, move more, live more, and just enjoy your life more with Relief Factor. Join me and more than half a million other Americans. Get started today with your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. Almost 70% of those who order go on to use it more. ReliefFactor.com. That's ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference with Relief Factor. Again. 
for an uh you know maybe a coalition government or all inclusive mm -hmm. government and all that so it's a tactical decision he has taken and they should not look at it lightly at all because it's a giant and i can tell you he can rock the boat of the npp uh because you have done the analysis if you look at the shanty region you can win as an npp beyond you need beyond 70 percent um if that vote comes down and ndc is able to get 30 percent their home and dry remember that he can also cause an upset in what central region that is one of his home constituencies and of course uh the account factor there's no doubt it will play out in eastern region and the rest of them there are floating voters people who think along the lines of heathematic believing that he has been given a raw deal for which reason they want to really punish the party i tell you uh he can pull a lot of what surprises surprises Stay with me, uh, Prof. Stay with me because there's a lot more uh, to look at. And, and that point that Prof was making there is, is absolutely important. And of course, we're waiting to see what the MPP says about this, the reaction. They would have known this was coming. Yes. They would have known because even for us here, we knew this was coming. This would have been discussed. I'm also curious what the role of former President John Ajikum Kufo was in this particular decision. The last time Alan tried this, and I listened to um, uh, uh, the former general secretary who is in this camp, um, who is in Alan's camp, explained what happened yeah. in 2007 when he wrote that resignation letter. Uh, uh, and he says that when he sent the resignation letter in, former President Kufo called him into a meeting. And they met with also the national chairman of the party. And they talked him out of it. And they promised him that it, the issues would be addressed. He actually talked about it today. Yeah. And that is why... He, yes, he actually turned in the resignation, but somehow he managed to find his way back into the fold. I'm curious to know, was this decision run by former President John Kufo? What was his advice to him? Did he try to talk him out of it? And did he just simply tell him, I'm sorry, I, you tried this in 2007. Listen, they did not deal with the challenges. It's repeating itself. This time I'm going and refused to listen. Or did John Kufo say, well, listen, um, this is your, this is okay, now go. That for me is going to be important. Insiders have told us that true and true, he spoke to um, the former president. In fact, everybody who has the gravitas and has been part of his entire team from the beginning, let's not forget, Mr. Chiamatin is supposed to be spearheading a certain Kufo faction in MPP. Right from 2007, the very things that people talked about, that he was imposed, he was being introduced, he had no grafters in the party and all of that, and he was being brought in to come and take over. He was being groomed to come and take over. It was a certain Kufo faction. Now, some people even extend that Kufo faction to a Victorosu faction, an Ashanti-based faction compared to an Achim-based faction, where power really came from. So that's how they drew the lens right from there. Anytime there's an attempt to break away, they'll say, oh, let's go back to 1979 and see how the break in the front of the MPP led to the party losing the election that Liman won in 1979. So that grouping, of course, many were quite clear. They thought he would be the one saying he should stay. So that's why people did not contemplate ever that Mr. Chematik could leave to the point of contesting an independent because they knew that there were systems in place to actually calm him down and keep him within party. From President Kufo, and we know that he didn't even speak. He spoke to powerful chiefs in the Republic of Ghana too.
They actually went around, and there were a lot of those engagements are happening. I am not sure if the advice of those groupies... Did, did, they, that, have, did they give him their blessing? I think it's a key yes, point. That, that's and the reason why, for me, those, that is yes. very important is, if they did, tacitly or overtly, I mean, sometimes a person can say, well, do what you please, yes. right? And it'll be tacit. In other words, do what you please. But if he says, go, whatever it is, if they gave their blessing to him, that will be significant in the Ashanti region turnout for him. That's true. Right? You talk about powerful chiefs. Mm-hmm. We all know yeah. how that is very important. Because, for example, the Ashanti is known that if you really want to Absolutely. pursue any proper political career in this country, he's one man you go, go to for blessings. And, and he, uh, this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, he, he the last time he spoke to him, he went there. You remember that speech? He talked about what he has done in the party. Yes. And the fact that he's deserving of a position like that. And he's hoping... Just like the others, you the pray point for I'm making is that you would expect, yeah. considering that he started his campaign by going to Mensha yes. to get his blessing, sort of blessing, yeah. you would expect that for him to make such a big announcement, would he would be? have gone back. You would expect. I wouldn't yeah. say whether he actually yeah, happened. Yeah. You would expect. If he did, I'm curious to know what, 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 was the, what was the reply. You know why that is important? Because it is because that reply, whatever it was, that reaction will feed into how people in the Shanti region will re- respond to our land. Would equally be interested in, in this one. Yes. I, we'll, I we'll, we'll feed into that. We'll feed into that very strongly. I just hope that sentiments are not driven on the ground. And I was tracking back to the 79 sentiments and all of that. If the asserting victors who come feel that Asantis are not being given the pride of place within the NPP and that Asantis are losing out, and if you have years on the ground and you speak to Asantis consistently, this is a sentiment that has been brewing for some time now. Take out the likes of uh, Napo, likes of Chairman Sabons, who want to be running mates and all of that. Take out that grouping. There's a certain deep-seated anger amongst a grouping that they are not being recognized the way they ought to be recognized in the Ghanaian space. And that is what he sought to represent right from the beginning. So to them, Chemartin was that face that gave Asante back power within the politics of this country. With that face now outside or leaning off the MPP reign, I mean, Asante also has a certain affinity towards the MPP. Historically, they have been there. Will they now see this as a different Asante that requires individuals who will lead their interests rather than party affiliation? Because the history is there, that's without doubt. Would you throw away all the years of the MPP, right from the UP, straight down to the political party being banned, the young executive forum, throughout the Dan Kwabuzia Club and all of that, into forming what is supposed to be the current system? That is what is interesting, and that's what some of us are looking out for. If we get that indication, then there's a lot more trouble on the horizon. It will stem a different path. It will stem a different future for the NPP as a political party in general, but also be whether or not Asante can evolve. But, uh, 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 Evans, there's another point. We are talking about Asante history and all of that for a grouping that's very old. If you ask the young people below 30, 20 today, they never saw what happened in 79. They are not mindful of it. They may rather be more interested in having a voice in Ghana's politics. A voice that gives an opportunity to live outside the geopoly. A voice that makes them contribute, like those who gathered at the protest, saying that they need to be part of the country. They need a new face that's not going to be part of the geopoly. If it is Mr. Chermati they are looking for in this case, that will also be a different trend altogether. Yeah, and, and that is a very important point. I want to bring back in uh, Professor uh, 
Asante, who joins us, uh, still stays with us on this very important matter. Uh, it, it is, we're, we're waiting to see what the MPP says. But how should they handle this um, going in? They would have known that this was going to happen today. I'm pretty sure as we speak, so they are planning, trying to deal with the fallouts of this. How should the MPP deal with this? Too late in the day. They can talk to him to get him rescind his decision. That is a fact. But what they have to do as a party is to be able to um, put in a strategy, a strategy that will make sure that they tie all the nudes around and then make sure that the party is on solid footing to be able to campaign effectively for the next election. It's a difficult, I must say, it's going to be a difficult thing for them. In the sense that if you look at the economy, which is a main factor of voter choice, uh, which has been mismanaged and brought us to the IMF one more time, I don't know what that kind of message they want to channel. Even if the economy improves, uh, people will tell you that it's the IMF which has a hand in that. So they need to develop all manner of strategy to be able to, you know, assuage the pain of those who went through the superdelegate election. Remember, the superdelegate election brought a lot of pain. I have spoken to a lot of what people within the Ashanti block, and they tell you that one painful thing that they saw was the vote in Ashanti, where seven Ashantis who contested, uh, about three were giving few votes, the rest scored zero. And that Dr. Baumia's hometown, actually nobody gained any vote except him. And for him, they believe, for them, they believe that the, the ethnic art was played and that this time around, when they get opportunity, uh, they want to teach a lesson uh, to him. If this is anything to go by, then you are going to see the ethnic art being played at this level. That's not what we wish and then we pray for. But hey, voters decide uh, the way they want to vote. It doesn't matter what. Uh, two, MPP should be tactical in going for the, the November 4 election, making sure that uh, you don't create unnecessary pain. The issue of money being a factor in influencing election has really incurred the wrath of people. If they have a repeat of that, I'm afraid uh, whoever emerges, uh, they are going to what, uh, if Baumia emerges as the victorious in that election, then it's going to be very, very difficult for them. So this time around, what that the party has to do is to be able to bring everybody on board, make sure that the institutions, the rules, the regulation governing the process are at play and that uh, irrespective of whoever crosses the line, the person is sanctioned and all that. When you people see this, that the whole system is not working in favor of one person, then you are likely to pick the pieces together and reorganize. Otherwise, you are likely to have what a difficult because uh, the Ashanti forces within the NDC block, uh, sorry, the NPP block are ready uh, to uh, give them a showdown, uh, especially in support of Alan Chematin, which they think that he has been what shortchanged. For all the years that he has struggles, uh, toil for the party and all that, all the compromises he made in support of Nana for the last election, he received nothing. And especially the region has also received nothing meaningful. It ties in with uh, what uh, um, uh, Mr. Akwa is saying about what the Ashantis feel, except the few people who believe that, yes, they want to take certain position for that reason. Uh, they are looking 
they are, they are not so keen about protecting the interests of Ashanti. But I tell you, without fear of contradiction, that the Ashantis on the ground are very, very livid. And they believe that um, if these things are not kept in a way, what I am hearing, if it is anything to go by, they want to make sure that, yes, uh, you don't win and we don't win. And then we start afresh and a new party is born. And then we pick up the pieces from there. If that is going to be the strategy, then I can tell you, uh, MPP is in to have your fingers bent. And indeed, uh, as you've just been speaking there, um, you can stay with me again because there's a lot happening on this. The MPP has issued a statement signed by the General Secretary. I want to bring that uh, to you very quickly. Uh, what has been the reaction? Uh, because really, this is about them. They've known that this was coming. The General Secretary uh, pens his uh, signature to this uh, statement that has been issued and says uh, the leadership of the party has taken notice of the unfortunate decision of Mr. Alan John Kuduchamanting, a long-standing member of the party, to uh, forfeit his membership and contest as an independent presidential candidate in the 2024 elections. The party leadership is by this medium urging the rank and file of our great party to remain calm and await an official address by the party to Mr. Chamanting's resignation at 4, 14 p.m. That's 2 p.m. Mm -hmm. 2 p.m. on Tuesday. That's tomorrow, yes. right? At the party headquarters, may God bless our homeland, Ghana, and make the new patriotic party great and strong. So we're expecting that the party will be addressing uh, its rank and file first and foremost in the nation tomorrow at 2 p.m. on this. Uh, clearly, they had anticipated this and had planned uh, for this to happen tomorrow. So that will be interesting to learn uh, what the party's position is going to be on this, but also get to learn what did they do to try and talk him out of this? And, and we'll, we'll get to know. And you see, this is from Justin Kodia Frimpon. Everybody who has known as anti-politics knows that he has been a long-time supporter of Mr. Chairman. Proud to the time that he had to actually go into this. I remember when he was elected, those suggestions came up yes, again. That yes, but you think about it deeply. And they, if, even, even the national chairman of the it was party... A, it was Ashanti Regional Youth uh, yes, leader. Yeah, yeah. And even the national chairman of the party today... Way back then, there were so many occasions where people felt this is the chairman, ten chairman that we're putting up, apart from Afoko, in the race along the line. So it's, it's quite murky. The positions that are expected to be taken by a party at this point in time, what can they do differently? I think the, 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 they can try to, to be conciliatory. Make sure a lot more people do not leave to support it. You can't do grandstanding now. You can't flex muscles now because it's about numbers. But, but here's the, the thing, leave for, for that to work tomorrow, they must show us with evidence mm -hmm. the practical steps they took to address Alan Chamantin's concern. Right from 2007. Yes, because yeah. again, yeah. Alan Chamantin, yeah. but more, more, more precisely, the recent, the more recent concern. Yeah. What steps they took to address it? Did, did they um, look into the concerns about, the, in, again, the level playing field? Because it is, you know, when you hear one side of the story yeah. and they hear the other, it's, oh, but goodness me, they bend over backwards. They said there are two committees that are already operating exactly. and that will submit reports. To That's what they were doing yes, last time. Yeah. Because we've had a lunch and story yeah. today. We've not heard the parties. Okay? We don't know everything. So what did they really do? Is he right to suggest that the party structures were coerced and skewed Dude. to favor one person? What yeah. the party's position on that? When he said he was going, 
at what point did he indicate this to them? Okay? And who did they bring? The last time this happened, um, they brought in the folks, the likes of Darocha. Yeah. Into the conversation. From the committee. And yes. To reference to look, yes. To Mr. Darocha to look into it. He mentioned also, they brought in the likes of um, uh, uh, Mr. Dewey Sykes mm -hmm. to get involved in trying to resolve the matter. I'll be curious to learn tomorrow how far this party in this current incarnation, what did they do to address the conversation? But I'm also interested to learn, especially because of Lancha Manting, and this has happened before, this is, this is almost a deja vu aspect to this, where there are people who are thinking, look, we're tired of this. Let him go. Let him go. And did that influence the extent to which they went to address to try and resolve this. The problem. reason why that is important is if they lay this out in crystal terms and it was with overwhelming evidence that they, they went over and above to address the concerns and yet Mr. Chairman Singh still didn't, didn't budge, there are few of the party who may be now feeling sympathetic towards him who say, oh, but come on. The party was very we did fair. All that exactly to you. For so you, you're, yeah. not, you're not being fair to the party. So tomorrow's briefing is absolutely critical in deciding for the, in the minds of those MPP folks who today have had Alan Chamanza, who may be feeling sympathetic. Quite ambivalent. Exactly. Whether or not the party had done everything. Look, this is a, politics is a game of numbers. Mm -hmm. You have Alan Chamanza going. He has a following. You rather will not have that. Yeah. You rather will not have that. So did you do everything in your power, even if you believe he's been a spoiled child? Okay. Even if you believe he's been a spoiled child, you, did you do everything? Knowing that this is about numbers. Indeed. And, and tomorrow's address will be very on, key. And I'm not sure they can state that publicly, but they should even move on to actually tell us, we made overtures. We even promised impossible uh, running mates roles and all of that. All of that is to try and now fight the numbers that are likely to live with him. Give the people a sense that the party did not treat him unfairly mm -hmm. and that the Asante people are still relevant to the party and that me as general secretary, I still represent the hope and the vision of you in the Asante region. I have been through the ranks and I know. I've been with Mr. Chavati in times past and I'm staying. Of course, you, you saw the public display of people who are formerly within his rank who had actually come out and declared support for the vice president. Some had actually come out say that, if Mr. Chamati is leaving the party, I'll not go with him. David Sopoku, uh, for example. That grouping would equally be helping the party when they come out to say that we do not think this is the best way to go. We have supported him all our lives, but this party is more important than every single... Strategically, if I were in the shoes of the party, this is one of the things they should consider, consider yeah. doing. You have folks like the Hohoi MP, yeah. the MPP magician in the Shanti region, mm. in the Volta region, um, uh, the railways minister. And mindful of the role he played in the last role election. In the last elections. Yeah. And I'm talking here about John Pitamewu. Yeah. You would want John Pitamewu at this MPP press conference. Stay. You want him at this MPP press conference. Mm -hmm. The optics is important. Mm -hmm. you, you would want Katrina Feku at, the same. at, this, at this press conference. You'd, because again, remember, Alan Chamante has pitched the party executives mm -hmm. as those who manipulated the process to favor one person. So if all, if all we hear is from Justin Kodria and the national chairman, uh, the folks who say that, but, but we talk... Having head-on collision with the Mr. Chairman. Yeah. You yeah. are the people who is accusing anyway. However, if you have the people who are so... Remember, the, uh, John Peter is still a cabinet member. Yes, true. Right? So we want to know, is, is he, does he agree with what has happened? Yeah. If you have him on the press conference saying, optics, that I disagree with this, I was with him, and this is, this is where party loyalty That's comes true. in. And I can tell you that the party did everything. I have talked him out of this, and I believe he's wrong, 
and I'm speaking to those who joined, were with us in our campaign, that the MPP is still the place for us. If you have a voice like that, and Catherine Afiku, et cetera, joining the... That will help I mean, and I wonder if the beyond, party... Beyond even the optics, yeah, it will give supporters of some of these... And the party so united. Like Peter Mehu in Hohoi, so in the voter region, that no, 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 we are not breaking off yet. We are still on the same level. It's just an individual. And you will send a signal also to people that we've stripped him of every relevant party member. The, the, the impact of having the likes of SK Boafo sit amongst the, the audience there and declare support is so huge that you need to clear up all of those and show evidence that the likes of former President Kofo are still with us actively in our party. They have not abandoned the Dakobuzia tradition. And finally, the man still says that I've not even wished away the tradition. I think it's the current scheme that's not good enough. This so, is actually in the interest of the party that yes, he's doing what he's doing. Like he's doing, doing what he's doing. The party. So he should show proof that it is not in the interest of the party that somebody takes this particular trend and goes in this direction. And, 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 and another point before I bring Prof in to see if he agrees with this, that the party's energies right now should be focused on uh, stopping the bleeding. Yeah. When I say bleeding, what I mean yeah. is you don't want a bandwagon effect. Alan Chamanteng is the domino. Mm -hmm. He's gone. You don't want tomorrow to wake up and hear Bwamiya Samwa announcing yes. I'm gone. You don't want to hear um, oh, John Peter Mewu yes. saying I'm joining him. Mm -hmm. You don't want to hear a member of parliament. You know, and there are many, many MPs who are aggrieved to being, to being MP. Asante, not, uh, saying uh, that I'm, yes. I'm, jo I'm joining him. A lot of them. What the MPP does not want is to create a Bangalore effect. What they really want to create is a sense that Alan is standing alone. Brilliant. That, that even those who backed him when he was in the party and come, uh, left yeah. him, that this is somebody who is, you want to paint him as somebody who is aggrieved and better, and so he's, all their efforts between today and tomorrow must be to try and find out, first of all, who else is thinking along these lines to join him and publicly express his support for him. And, 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 and Dr. Asasante, that will be key for the party going forward, is it not? That channeling of the energy at the right places to stop the bleeding, at least for now, and not us having a situation where in the next few days we have a bandwagon effect of all these key individuals now declaring support for him. That would be disastrous for the MPP. Do you agree? Uh, they need to stop the bleeding, as you put it rightly. Um, because um, you are likely to have a lot of people following. Uh, I'm surprised that today I see SK Boaf, a giant. Uh, let us remember that there are people who are also lagging behind. Uh, look at what the focus, Pabenja points. Uh, their issues have not been dealt with uh, to the satisfaction of them within the party. They are all aggrieved. There are people also within the party who believe that uh, the whole system is favoring one part, one person against the rest of them. And they believe that this is the time to take the party from them. If you recall, I think your network also uh, gave an interview to Mr. Kujum Pienim. That day when he spoke, and I said he had given a broad hint, he said, begin to walk and talk to, talk him out before he forms a movement. And you recall that statement he made. It was a broad hint that Mr. Kujum Pienim gave but I, I can see the party's pusher that, yes, we are calling your bluff. You can go out. It doesn't matter. MPP is strong. I tell you, that is not the way to go. As you rightly said, stop the bleeding, uh, soften your stand, 
you know, uh, put up a new posture that is accommodating enough, that is able to bring everybody on board, and that you must be able to be seen to be addressing issues quickly, not as a small screen, but that you have genuine intention to deal with the issues that confront the party. And then you stop the things that bring pain in people within the party. That is what they have to do at the moment. But if they want to flex their muscle and call his bluff and tell what well, you can go to hell if you want, excuse my language, I cannot tell you uh, this is going to create a difficult situation for them because you are going to see exodus of giants within the party coming to support Alan to just break the system so that one point in time, they will all come back and realize that we need to come home and then form the base again. If you look at the, the strategy, Alan is also putting out the little that I'm taking, all right? Uh, whilst you want to prevent the bandwagon effect, uh, you will never know. If he has people who are also experts in the propaganda techniques, then they will also come out with what? A testimonial, where there are people who will be coming out to drum into the ears of parrot. Alan's achievement, his strengths, and all that, that is also a way of what swaying the, 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 the votes one way or the other. So at this time, uh, at this point in time, the party must be able to soften its stance and be prepared to listen and address problems. And it should be genuine effort to address problems, not any lip service that you are paying toward uh, the, the problem. And then there must be a conscious effort to bring all our grief groups within the party. There are a lot of aggrieved groups. Tarzan Nko, Foko Nko, Kwabrenje Pong, and the rest of them, right? Let them feel a sense of belonging to a party that they've struggled and built over the years. But if you think that, look, you have power and you want to take them for granted, I'm afraid that the tax is going to be more daunting than what we see. Uh, and, and Dr. Asante, uh, thanks very much. We'll be wrapping up in the studio. Uh, if you're just joining us, this is uh, a seminar moment for the New Patriotic Party. There's a lot of uh, analysis that uh, needs to happen to dissect this. Join the Twitter, uh, the X Spaces conversation yes, X -Spaces, yeah. that is currently happening. Um, and, and as you know, there is where a lot of the conversation is happening. In fact, in the last few minutes, uh, uh, Oliver Bakavoma has extended an invitation to Alan Chamanting, to, to join a conversation uh, on X spaces. So that is where, and, and here you have Alan also pitching himself as a, as a, as a youthful uh, saviour, so to speak, for, for, for those who are, are, are of course, uh, believe that the next elections and whoever wins it going forward will be determined by the youth. He's pitching himself there. Um, and we'll be talking a lot about, about this breaking news story uh, in the last uh, few uh, minutes in the last hour or so, Alan Chamanting has announced that he has broken away uh, from the NPP. He's going independent with the with the movement uh, for change. And his uh, his logo is a butterfly, and he says butterflies obviously represent the final manifestation of that to a process of change, and which for him is what he wants to really represent. And Ghana will rise again is what they are pitching as the as your tagline. And so very interesting days ahead uh, for the new patriotic party. Raymond, let, let's wrap this up. Now, we've talked about the party, yeah. but we haven't talked about lunch. We haven't talked about Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Yes. Now, what he can do. Yeah, but what this means for him. 
Um, again, Dankwa, Buzia, Dombo. Yeah. The argument has been, wow, we've got the Dankwas, we have the Buzias. This was a time for the Dombo. Mm-hmm. And then this happens, right? You are him now watching that press conference. What's going through his head and what, what is he thinking must happen now? I mean, we all know that he's fighting a very serious battle currently. Forget about the next super, the delegate elections, the November 4 one. He's more likely going to be the one winning it anyway. It's the main elections that's the main problem for him. I would have been asking the likes of uh, Mr. Kufo to intervene and call the man that if it's possible that I can still take up the offer of being my running mate, I would actually offer it to him. I would offer him cabinet positions almost up to 40% of the appointments within the party. I would offer him a future after my presidency within. And if it's possible, I could even say that if I don't win the next election, he can take over as the person that we all push to lead the party going forward. These are very serious concessions. But it's the kind of concession you would want to make to keep a man like that. Except, and I think that recently... The posturing has been that while Alan Chabati has lost support, he has lost the taste and favor, he has lost the positioning to be able to go into the future as a leader of the party. He doesn't have broad control and power. You remember after the superdelegate election, the commentary from the people who were really opposed to him, whether no, I mean, he's overrated. He's actually not the kind of person people thought of him in 2007. Yeah. And that he doesn't have the power, the resources, and the people behind him. Yeah. There was even a very funny commentary that was being said. That, oh, this is a man who only had people supporting him who are former people. So former ministers, former party people, former people who have no resources, who have no control, who have no largesse, who really do not control the masses of the party today. So we can do without him. That posturing will be dangerous. So if he can get back on the wagon, which seems like a very, a very belated one, he should be seen extending some arm to Mr. Chairman and saying that we need you on board, regardless of what you think. And even visiting him and saying to him that, listen, I know that you want to leave. You want to go independent, but you are still my brother. We are still within the same political party. Those optics will help out, will help people feel that he's more likely the candidate who will bring everybody together. And again, even if Mr. Chemartin leaves, the vice president will have to now live in the Ashanti region because that position is what he needs to win the election. Plus other votes, okay, but he is more than likely going to win an election with a bigger margin in Ashanti. If he is with them, he is seen not as antagonistic to Chairman and the Ashanti bloc. He is seen as the blessed son of Ashanti, even from afar. I hope you get my point. Yeah. So put together, he either reaches out to the man or let it be known that he is so much endearing himself to the man, bending over backwards and ingratiating himself to him in every form. Or it should be stated categorically that every ways I've tried, but I still want Asante people to know I'm their own. I still represent the MPP. And Asante should prioritize MPP over the individual's interest. For the camp of uh, Dr. Bamiya Tuchuon. But here's the only thing going for him. Mm-hmm. In all the contests that Alan has featured in, he's not performed particularly well in the Shantri. I'm talking about the internal. Yeah. He's not performed particularly well. In fact, in the last Superdelegates com- com- uh, Congress, Dr. Baumia was the, was yeah, received yeah, yeah. an overwhelming endorsement from the Shantri Regional Delegates. And by the way, the Shantri Regional Delegates uh, were the largest. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that is no indication 
of what might happen in the national elections. But this is what, why that is important. It is important because we are assuming that the kinds of people that Alan will appeal to are people who are traditionally loyalists of the NPP, who had voted NPP in the past and are likely to vote for NPP going forward. Yeah. And, and if that's the case, that small group of just over 100 who voted in the last uh, uh, delegates conference, you can dare say, maybe, and if you really certain argument, maybe a representation of, your, of sort of the, the MPP base in a stronghold, yeah. right? And yet they voted overwhelmingly for Dr. Baramea and not for Alan Chamanting, who is one of their own, as we know. If you want to extrapolate from that, you can do analysis and come to the conclusion that if he's not being that good among his own kingsmen in the Ashanti region, you know, in the party, can he be that good in the national elections among people who traditionally vote MPP when they have always rejected him um, in internal party elections? I know there are gaps in that analysis, mm -hmm. but at least... Of course, you, I mean, you can, that's what I would like to present. Yeah, of course. To paint the picture that he's not as powerful as you want him to be. In his own region. Yes. In his that, own home region, in his own constituency, he's not as popular. It, it is make-believe. Yeah. And so if we strip the make-believe off, we can actually drill to the point and say, he doesn't control the party. And Asante will be better off with MPP rather than being with Alan Chemantin. A losing candidate going into the future. But then you have to show evidence of doing things for Asante people rather than they supporting. Do you get my point? Yeah. We know that political parties hardly really do well in their own uh, areas of massive support in terms of developmental projects. You know the complaints that came from the region and the kind of things that they have said. You need to show proof otherwise. And I'm saying there's going to go into this election a certain younger population who may not even care about loyalty. They care purely about their circumstances and how that can be improved. That grouping may be what he may appeal to more. Because they want to be deciding the future of this country. They don't want to be mere appendages to an electoral system that changes between MPP and NDC. That grouping may also be one grouping that will be surely thinking of a third party, somebody that can really be a man they feel they put in place or they were part of the system that made it possible for him to be there. And I've seen immediately what they have shared as people who are speaking for Chairman I mean, I knew Courage Nobi way back in Legon. Young people listed all through as new spokespersons. A certain grouping who are not extremely partisan people yet are likely to draw on board a lot more younger grouping who think that the future should be more about what Ghana can do and not necessarily going with the geopoly. Mm. That is a trend that I'm likely uh, to be interested in seeing how it plays out going into the future. Yeah, I mean, so, so clearly for uh, Dr. Baumia, there is a lot now, a lot more work Mm -hmm. I heard of 2024 than before. Um, already he is facing, and, and this is where now his own constituency becomes even more important. His constituency of the, of the northern region yeah. becomes more important. Because you, you have to operate an assumption. Drop, you, have yeah, to of course, the gap. You, you have to operate an assumption that Alan Chamante is going to take votes from you, particularly in the Ashanti region. Yeah. I mean, even if you take my analysis, you know, if you believe yeah. what it is, <laughs> you still have to operate an, an, an assumption that. Mm -hmm. that he's going to take it. And then, you remember that Alan Chamante keeps making the point in, in the lead-up to this Superdelegates Congress that even in the NDC stronghold of the, of the Volta region, he, amongst the folks who are contesting, he is a person who may appeal <laughs> even to the NDC folks there. Yes. Right? I mean, that, that, that's that something was, that he keeps saying, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know how that, that holds true, but that may be because of the... 
um, the factor of John Pitameu, yeah. right, who worked a miracle for the MPP then. Do we know whether he's backing him now? I don't know when, whether that then becomes an issue. And I'm leading to a point about, we've talked a lot about the MPP, and we've talked about Baumia, but what about the NDC themselves? Because remember, yeah, yeah. That at, towards the end of his, of his address tonight, he actually goes beyond the MPP and says, even for you guys in the NDC, who are, not, who are grieved, right, and, and believe that, you know, you want change, I am, I am the person who will represent that change for you. And, and we, we've seen that the party's communications yeah, uh, officer, Sami Jafi, has, has uh, issued a, a lengthy statement. He says it is indisputable fact that Alan Kojo-Chamanteng has not been treated fairly uh, by his party. So, again, sort of continuing Alan Chamanteng's own uh, position on this. The MPP says, under leadership of Akufado, has never been truly democratic. He says, I understand Alan's pain and do emphasize and do empathize with him. So the basis of his resignation from the MPP is more reason why no democratic or peace-loving Ghanaian must join or vote <laughs> for the MPP. <laughs> However, the point has to be made forcefully that Alan is not a viable alternative okay. to the failed incumbent MPP government. So already, mm. he's become an the, opponent. Yes, they are seeing the threats there. Yes. Yeah. Already, he's become an opponent. Then you have to treat him as such. Yeah. Right? Um, he says, as a cabinet minister responsible for the trade industry and a member of the economy management team, Alakdun Chamanting actively participated in the destruction of the economy into the, into the mess yes, it, it is today. today. Clearly, I just want to go to conclusion. Clearly, it is the pain of rejection uh, by the super delegates of the MPP <laughs> and the intimidation and harassment of his supporters, which is fueling Alan's latest decision and not any superior passion to help heal the partisan divisions in the country. But it is too late for Alan to jump ship now. Now, here's a point. Yes, Raymond. That point, it's because anybody that positions themselves as somebody who's not going to go the partisan duopoly way is more likely to get. And the theories all over the world have suggested that when there has been economic crisis, people look beyond that. In fact, they even sometimes create candidates, candidates that have not been originally thought of. So after the, 2000, after the uh, global financial crisis, the U.S. spawned the likes of uh, um, Donald Trump. Yeah. Not because the people did not think that, they think that he was the best candidate ever, but because a group people were so worried about the future of the country, they needed a dramatic change in leadership. Yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. And when a grouping becomes that disappointed in the system, they look to something different. It is because the NDC, even in the National Communications Officer's voice, really think that if we allow this to fester, if we allow the Julobi demonstrators, plus the other groupies that are coming together, if we allow, and I know for sure that there are elements within trade groups, there are elements within uh, the AGI, the Guta and Co., who are equally looking for something different from what these two political parties are presenting. If we allow that to fester, it may be our undoing as a political grouping who have been sharing power for the last almost 30 years. So let's make it clear that he's part of the old stock. He's just aggrieved. Saying he's just aggrieved means that he has no, he has no true intentions of reviving this state or pushing us into a new direction. But let's not forget, in the last almost 22 years, IEA has been leading a fight, a fight against winner takes all. It is that pillar that fight has the likes of Professor Mikey Ronokwe all being part of the uh, committees that have been working on this for God knows how long. 
it is something we have established. We have just not had anybody with real chance, real opportunity, and real capability leading a different breakaway into a system that works out there. Okay, I, and we've been talking a lot about the Shanti region. Um, I want to take you to the Shanti region right now because okay. Nanayal Juma is joining us right now uh, with the reactions from from there, Alan's home region. That is his base. That is his constituency, and 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 it's we are curious to know how this announcement is being received there. Look, take it or leave it, uh, people's ethnic origins still matter in yeah. Indian politics. People vote for people because they identify with them as my yes. kinsman, as yeah. my tribesman, etc. Nana Yajima is with us. Hello, Nana. Um, this definitely came as a big, big um, you know, announcement for many people. It was foretold, it was expected, but to hear him say it, I wonder what the reaction has been in the Shanti region. So it depends on the side you belong to when it comes to the NPP. If you are for the Baumia or um, for the Baumia camp, I don't know. You maybe you'll be excited. Some of them are, they are not too happy about um, what is happening, especially those I've spoken to earlier who are from or who are on the side of Dr. Mahmoud Baumia. Others who are for Alan Kojo Chemante are excited about the news. They were actually expecting. Alan Kojo Chemantin to uh, forfeit the NPP and go his way and also try contest for the presidency come 2024. And th some of them are ready to speak to me. I have with me here one of the gentlemen within the Swan magazine who is actually excited about the candidature of Alan Kojo Chemantin. Um, sir, I'm um, join us. And Alan Chemantin, we're making it clear that we're free NPP name. Say now, we Jennifer. Um, metinase because so he's saying, he's saying that um, the one they know is Alan Kojo Chermantin. They were expecting the NPP to put him up when it comes to um, the, the presidential race. or, or They're expecting the NPP to vote massively for him to uh, become the, the, their flag bearer in the upcoming election. Unfortunately, the, Dr. Baumia is the one it looks like the, or the whole of the NPP is for. So for him, as someone who believes in Alan Chermantin, he believes that if Alan should go his way, he will be, um, be able to you know, win massively when it comes to the Ashanti region. He is one of the people who are ready to vote Alan Chamatin when um, he, he comes up as independent candidate in the next presidential election. Um, I have with me others who, who also want to speak to me. Um, Afia Kranche, I know, is one of the people who have been campaigning massively for Alan Chamatin in the Ashanti region, and he was expecting, she was expecting this news. Efia, um, welcome to join us. Efia, you were expecting this 
news. Yes, I was expecting it and I'm not surprised at all. Because um, looking at what happened and what has happened in MPP as a party, everybody testified that. I mean, Alan has been in the party for a very long time and he has been intimidated, he has been maltreated, he has not been respected and so many things. So if Alan has made this decision of going to independence, to me, I'm not surprised. It's even long overdue. It's even long overdue. And in his statement, he made it clear that it is time for Ghana to get a leader, somebody who will lead Ghana, not a political party. Because right now, it has become a trend. If it is not NDC, it is MPP. Everybody knows that MPP will come eight years, NDC will come eight years. So it has become a normal norm. So it's like they don't take the youth of Ghana seriously. They don't matter whether they will get work to do, whether they will be employed. Air is none of their business. All they care is power. All they care is their well-being. All they care is their interest. But Alan is saying that he's going for an independent candidate. If you like, follow me. Because what has happened in MPP, you know, if you were to be in his shoes, I don't think you will survive for even a second. Fia, you are a staunch member of the NPP in the Ashanti region, yes. and you followed Alan Chamantin's campaign in the Ashanti region. Yes. Will you also um, go his way? Of course, yes. I will go his way because it's Ghana first. Ghana first. Ghanaian youth are suffering. Ghanaian youth are hungry. Ghanaian youth are weak. Yesterday, I read a post that uh, uh, Honorable Owusu Bempa, PRO for Ghana Gas, posted that MPP youth should wake up. How do we wake up if we are hungry and weak? So if Alan is going for an independent and he's saying that job for the youth, cash for the youth, why not? Right. I'm in support, 100%. Right. Thank you. So these are people who believe that Alan Kodjonshawantin should go independent and they are willing to vote him. Papa? Yes. <laughs> So he is also for Alan Chamartin's decision to go solo when it comes to the presidential election. He is also willing to vote him to become the next president of the country. So um, there, there are many more who are coming up and they would want to also speak to us. Papa? Uh, uh, 
But we are going to be in charge. We are for years. Now, a chair about the side in tea. I hope a more prince say it could be because we are not done it. I bet I'm not going to be in a lesson. One thing I say, Alan Chamatin, people for entertaining you. Oh, well, I know the answer or no, oh, no, maybe the Emma Bontia, the Muyen, I may make a uncle. Name, no, a cool set. BBC na penyo penyo di odekura no no wan se woni de ase won kasa ezo so na ase no ye ye se ku no emo ma kuru nkoso ko se subo bia wo akufo ne de bonu woni lidi ku no bi e be si kuru bia se de bonu e papa e so ofa se boni e so ofa otimi no oji sa de asem no be na se se wa che meza buzu be kan ya ni ne fa tiktok yi na se wono no obi timi kan asem ko kan asem kura na e otana na e ku so no makosa e to sini na anyi na na ba du sam pempenso yi ti alantematis wa wa tene ho a eye eye pa mikasenya meme de de mikasenya so no na de no ho so wa tene ho eye me so me support to say wa tene ho mikasa o tene nya na me bua eye ne ti ye ti kromo no me na ajinsem enye me na nkoyi eye no me na nkoyi ye ti no ji say na makoyi nti say wa tene ho a me de me ni ji ho support no so he is also for the decision of alan kojoche martin to go independent according to him um the npp had time to ensure that um, they, 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 they mend issues within the party, but unfortunately, no, no, nobody in the party showed leadership or um, took it upon himself to ensure that the issues are resolved. So he is for Alan Chamartin's um, bid to go independent. Sir, um, what do you think about the announcement, the big announcement that has been made so far of Alan Kojo Chamartin to go independent? Uh, in my opinion, I think... Uh, He's part of the team, so and he's part of where we've gone, we've gotten now. So why is he going independence? I, I don't think it makes any change. Well, he's part of the of the team. I mean, we've gotten to where where we are now. I would say he's part of where we've, where we've gotten to now. When, when you say where we've gotten to, yeah, what do you mean? We all know how the economy is now. I mean, the economy is totally in shambles. Everybody is complaining. I mean, we don't even see our left and right. So for me, uh, I don't, it doesn't make any change, in my opinion. So, so, so even he believes that the MPP haven't treated him fairly, and that is why he's deciding to go independent so, and try win power as a president and try transform the country. Yeah, what could he do differently? Because he's been in the MPP for how long now? So why could he do, do differently? If he has something to do, I mean, we would have seen it, uh, or he should have exhibited his role as a trade minister. So, so it's no change? For, in my opinion, I don't see any change. Right. Yeah. Thank, Th thank you very much. So these are people within the Swami magazine and, uh, in Kumasi. And there are lots more here. I don't know if we have time or to speak to some of them. Sir. What? So, 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 all right. All right. So, uh, all right. So, so these are. Okay. Okay. What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm sad to see you. Send out your offer. This is better. How does it um, play to the advantage of the NDC? Oh, it's a good thing. 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 It's
So he is a supporter of the National Democratic Congress, and according to him, uh, it's, uh, it's good for the NDC if Alan should decide to go independent. If that should happen, obviously he is going to pull some of the votes for the NPP, and it will give an advantage or serve as an advantage for the National Democratic Congress in the Ashanti region, in the country. And he believes that if that should happen, John Mahama will become president in the near future. Sir, Alan Chamatin and the one say independent. what's what's your opinion on that? Okay. Yeah, from me, Utuki. Alan Chawatin Hono. Mwa Alan Ankasa. Dintia Mwa Alan say. I don't know a group. A queen a yard and yard. Would ye a bedroom la a more dinibiano? No, I did especially presidential delegate Sana or chin, one or quiet, no buy. Also, you can't be a party now, boy, or Alan. If it's a Ganahan, MPP, and I'm our wife, Alan. It's a Ukraine now, so I call a big acrebrance, I also watch on one. On a Bequetiano. A woman said, Persian, I have Persian saying, I can't humble. Now I quite walk on. Oh, you're telling Crampo. If you say, and go for no mutual machine, I'm going to be a loser. Oka, I didn't tell you, I'm going to be a Ya de biasa mwata mamu ndi sifo di seat ni simple every and sem. Oko enzima ha katrafeku. Seat no ndi sifo di free and sem simple. Sanko bo we nyina di wachi. Na nyese worukura no wudim di awoye. Se wuhia tima strongu tima ombe tima di wachi. Ama otim di aye bibi. Thank you very much. So uh, these are the opinions that we are gathering here at the Swami magazine Industrial Enclave. What he is saying is that um Alan is showing signs of cowardness because he believes that he should have stayed and joined the NPP, went power and break the aids. He believes that his decision to resign from the party and go solo is not something that will help himself and the party as well. So these are the thoughts of some of the people within some magazine concerning the decision of Alan Kwejo Chamatin to resign from the NPP and, and contest the next election as an independent candidate. Back to you, Evans. Thank you very much, Aljuma. And uh, that gives you a sense. It's mixed there, but yeah. at least it tells you that some people uh, are sympathetic towards him, others are not. Spoke to uh, really worried about how he was treated. That's quite yeah. problematic. Yeah, and, and that would, would see how that plays out uh, in the coming days. It did. This has been a special coverage of that Alan Chamanting big announcement. He has broken away from the MPP and he's going to run as an independent candidate. Tomorrow at 2, we'll be here covering the NPP's announced official reaction to this announcement. You want to stay with us for that. This has been your election headquarters. Uh, we're not done with analysis. Want to join us uh, on Top Story at 5:30, New Snipe, but also Prime at 7, and of course on PM Express later tonight. We'll be doing a bit more analysis of this and speaking 
to a few more of the people to get their reactions also. And remember that uh, we are also uh, very, very live on this particular subject across our social media platforms on X, uh, also on, on, on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, find us and, uh, and, and, and see what is happening in these conversations that we are having across digital media as well. My name is Evans Menz. I've been here with Raymond Aqua, and thanks to uh, Dr. Sasante who joined us with his thoughts, and Elton and the team who joined us uh, from the ground. Thank <music> you.